0: Let's do it.
1: All righty. Good morning, everybody. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the high to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the strength, and the courage to grab the harvest that's before us. As I ask in your mighty name, Jesus, amen.
0: Amen, 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 amen. Well, thank you all again for joining us this morning. I'm going to keep on reading, y'all, but keep on reading. Uh, I'm excited about reading the word out loud because I'm, I'm believing that the word every day keeps the devil at bay. So the worst thing, or no, the best thing you can do early in the morning is get the word in your lips, in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul. So, I mean, that's the best thing you can do because that's the one thing that the devil don't want you to do early in the morning. He's saying, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I got you today because you ain't got no word in you. But when you get the word in, you get the word out. When you get the word in, you get the word out. I'm telling you, you don't don't allow the world to come in and rock your world at any given moment. So today I'm praying for all families, all families that you have a wonderful day today because you are locked in with the word of God. And when you're locked in, you're locked and loaded. So whatever the world tried to throw at you, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Let's go ahead and say it right now. It ain't going to work. So I see that's what the devil don't like to hear. The devil don't like to hear that you got the word inside. sign. It's almost like filling up your tank. You know you ain't going to run out of gas. That's one thing you ain't going to do. You ain't going to run out of gas. When you fill your tank up, you know you're going to ride at least 300 miles. I mean, if you're, if, I don't care if you got a raggedy car, you're going to ride at least 300 miles. So if you feel the take up with the word, you can run all day. You can run for twenty four hours easily. Easily run for twenty four hours. Now the devil will try to snip you up or try to have a, a make you have a detour to so you can run your gas out. You know, and detours are distractions that happen along the way that you that prevent you from getting to your destination in a timely manner. But when you're filled with the word. The word says, uh-huh, you could take this detour, but guess what? All right, you got enough gas for that. Yeah, yeah, he does what he says. So that's why it's important to get this word early in the morning. Today I'm going back to the book of Ephesians, going back to Ephesians. I'm going to Ephesians 3 today. and going to Ephesians 3 today. And I want to start reading again Ephesians 3. Uh, yesterday I read Ephesians 2. The day before that, Ephesians 1. Now I'm going to Ephesians 3. God's marvelous plan for the Gentiles. That's how it started in the the NIV. And it says in the Bible, for this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace, given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ, and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was now was was that now through the church the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities to the heavenly realms. According to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. A prayer. Yes.
1: Michael, you know, when you read just now um, chapter 3, verse 7, it reads, I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace. You think about those words. How many of us think that becoming a servant is a gift from God. And many of us, we are predestined to serve a certain group of people, be it if we're cosmetologists, we are here, uh, we have the gift in our hands to beautify women, to increase their confidence, and we are to be servants for that group of people Uh, you and I we are servants to cosmetologists across this country but so many of us so many of us we get at a point where we're tired and we stop looking at being a servant to a group of people as a gift and we start getting bitter um, where we start looking for another job, another profession, and our work that you read yesterday has already been put inside of us. So no matter how much we try to then become a nurse or we try to become an administrative assistant or or we try so many other things, our gift has been given to us when we were first born, and becoming a servant in that field is a gift, and we have to stop thinking of it as a curse or a job. As soon as we realize that it's a gift, I think we'll embrace it and we'll be happier and find more joy in that which we're doing on a daily basis.
0: You know, you know what I like. I like that because you know I had the I had the um, the pleasure of hearing different different. You know, just kind of give an example about test. You know, some of our technicians. Um, I had I had the I had the, the the opportunity to listen to several of our technicians' testimony. You know, one in particular. Um, I I listened to um, uh, Melanie. You know, it's been you know now a couple of years, and and she finally came into the realization that what she had been through in life was not horrible. She came to that realization. And the reason why I say that is that sometimes we think that we've been through so many different things that we're not supposed to be where we are and we don't really, we don't really embrace where we are and we don't begin to really let our gifts come out. See, being a servant allows you to serve others your gift. And what I witnessed when Melanie gave her testimony about how she had a child at a young age, and you know the challenges, situations she went through, um, and, 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 and but she finally came to the realization that just because she went through those things didn't mean that God did not have a plan for her, and where she is now was based upon the plan that God had for her. But, see, sometimes we can complain so we don't get to the plan. Heard also Tommy, uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy from, from Minnesota, how she, she, she was spoken to, speaking to a group of young girls, and she was explaining to them that the world had counted her out, that the world did not believe that she was supposed to be successful. But she kept on. She kept on moving forward, and, she, you know, she got her cosmetology license, and she began to do hair, and she began to, to see the success that God had for her in the plan, but had she stopped and complained and listened to the world, then automatically it would have disqualified her from getting into the plan, but she had to then serve her gift. Now, how does she? how is she serving her gift? I expressed to our group of people, and I expressed this to you as well, You serve your gift by ministering to other people what God has done for you. Let me repeat that. You serve your gift by ministering to other people. As she was talking to those young girls, she touched those young girls exactly where they are. She hit them right where they are. Listen, girls, I was in your shoes. I was pregnant at age 17. I was counted out. They said, I won't, won't be nothing in life. They said because you had a child at an early age that this is going to ruin the rest of your life. See, she, but 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 she had to serve her gift As she went through the situation, as she began to become more successful now, on the other side, she had to go back and say, listen, let me show you. Don't let the world count you out. Make sure that. That, that 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 you know the word of God and the, that the word of God has a plan for you. See now she's ministering to young girls where they are with her story, with her testimony. That's serving your gift. But had she not served her gift behind the styling chair, then if she would have been you just you know it at Walmart, I suppose you've been at Walmart handing out carts. She probably can not do the exact same thing because she stayed with the plan of God. She never complained about the plan that God had for her. But even though she didn't know the plan, God had a plan for her. Now she's serving her gift. Now Melanie's serving her gift. Even though they had kids at an early age, it's, that's, that, it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay, okay. I'm saying that God had a plan for them. And you've got to learn to take your gift and serve it with love, with care, with with enthusiasm, with knowing that God has your back, that He has something great for you coming along the pipeline. Being a servant is good. I love serving. I love I mean, Ramon and I, what we're doing, we're serving our gift right now. We're serving our gift. Now is it does it cost you to serve your gift? Yes. It's gonna cost you something. It's gonna cost you something. I guarantee it's gonna cost you something. If that serving that gift don't cost you nothing, you ain't serving. Because it is it is something to be up every morning, and you have a message for the people every day, five days a week. It costs you. It costs you some sleep. It costs you some. It costs you some time. It costs you some some studying time. It costs you. It costs you money because you got to go get books to study so that you can study the word so that you can be you know test and approved that the word is good and that the word works. It costs, it costs, it costs, it costs. Your gift that you serve is going to cost you something. The problem is people want what the gift gives but don't want to do what it takes to keep the gift. So we get lazy sometimes and we say, I'm going to stop serving. Yeah, 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 okay, all right, stop serving. Gift's going to be gone, okay? You you, you, you want to keep serving your gift. Well see, God is using us. He's using us collectively, because He got a bigger plan for. We know He got a plan for us y'all because I'm telling you, it, it, it was not my it was not my idea, all right? It wasn't my idea to be reading the Bible out loud, having this Bible motivation this morning with Mike and Mona in the morning. It wasn't my idea one year and four months ago, five months ago, four five months ago. it wasn't my idea. My idea was only to read the Bible for the first 30 days of January of 2018. That was it. I, that's all I. That's all I committed to. That's all I committed to. But what God said? No, oh, no, 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 no. Serve that gift. And I'm saying, Lord, Lord, I'm just, I'm just want to read the Bible out loud. He said, No, 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 no. He said, Serve that gift. He said, it's not going to be just a Bible reading. It's going to be a motivation. It's going to be a collection of helping people to understand that the word works. He said, you know how people need this word, Michael and Ramona? Do you know how people need it? I said, no, Lord. I said, you know, I need it, but I don't know how many other people need it. He said, well, just start serving it, and I'll show you. Just start serving it, I'll show you. And we've been serving this word, y'all, we've been serving this word, been being obedient and serving this word. Even when we are tired, even when we aren't feeling our best, even when we want to rest, even when we don't want to give you the test, even when we don't think we are doing our best, (laughs) we keep on serving it. See, serving allows you to just do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. That's what serving does. Serving is just you just do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. That's serving. Do you want to do it? No, 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 no. But do what needs to be done when it do you, do you do you get happy about doing it all the time? Do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. But Lord, I don't feel good. Do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. That's serving. You keep serving. I mean, you know, I I, I get excited about, well, you know, every time I drive to the building early in the morning, Reba's already there. Reba's already there, day in and day out. Reba is dependable. She comes to the salon every day, and she does her thing. Now, she's off on Friday, which is a great thing because she deserves be. That's why her schedule is Monday through Friday. She works the job that she wants, but she does it. But every morning I see she keeps serving her gifts, serving her gifts. And her clientele is like, you know, wow. I mean, they're there. They, they can depend on her. Because what? She keeps serving her gifts. I see it day in and day out. Whether she has a customer or not, she goes in and she serves her gift. Keeps her salon nice and clean. I mean, it's just beautiful in there. And the clients love it. The, the atmosphere is wonderful. It's professional. And she, I mean, she, but she keeps serving her gifts. And she serves it and serves, it. and guess what? The people serve her. That's why she's able to take Saturdays off. And she doesn't work on Saturdays. She's off. That's just that. When you serve your gift, you're going to get served. If you serve, you're going to get served. That's just the way it works. How can you eat? It says it right there in the, in, the, in the book of Psalms, y'all. It says it right there. Huh? You read it read it for yourself the lord will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies now the hold on who will prepare a table you mean to oh this is good here this is i got to i got to get y'all with this the lord will prepare a table he prepares a table before me who prepares the lord prepares a table before you for you in the presence of your image, that means the Lord serves you. Do you. Y'all don't get this thing. If you serve, you will get served. How does he serve you? With his mercy. How does he serve you? With his grace. How does he serve you? He serves you by waking you up. Did you wake up this morning? God served you breath. Huh? Why did he serve you the breath? So you can use it to spread the gospel, so you can minister to others who are going through and let them know that the word works. If you do that, I'm telling you, it's amazing what God will do for you. This is an opportunity to serve your gift. That's what Paul is saying. Paul is saying he put the power inside of you. He's put it in you. God's done putting. it He's already in the plan. It was predestined for you to be successful. The devil can try to stop you before you get to the place that God has already promised you. Do you hear me? The devil tries to stop you before you get to the destination that God has already promised you. He promised you in Jeremiah 29.11 he's going to prosper you, right? The devil says I'm going to get you before you get there. He says, I'm not going to let on any harm. The devil said, I'm going to try to harm you before you get there. He says, I'm not going to give you no hope. God says, no, uh-uh, no, 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 I got you. I got you going to get your hope. Oh, a future. Yes, you got a future, too. Don't let the devil think you don't have a future. I tell you you're a failure. That's what the devil does. See, the, the devil try to use opposite words. You say you got a future. God say you have a future. You say, you, the devil say you got, you're got going to fail. Oh, you say you're going to have hope. The devil says you're going to be hopeless. Oh, you say no harm. The devil says I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hurt you. Think about it, how he uses the opposite words. Oh, oh! here's another, one, here's another. One. The devil, the, the, the devil. You, you say you, the, the word says you're gonna be prosperous. He's gonna prosper you. The devil says I'm gonna put you in poverty. Did you see how he's using the same? It sounds like it's gonna be the same word that he's gonna use. P P, prosperous, poverty, hurt, harm, hope, hopeless, failure, huh? Future. Listen how the devil operates. The devil tries to use that, that 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 first letter to stop you from being a good servant so that you won't get stirred with the things that God has for you. That's what the devil does. The devil try to flick that thing on you. That's why you gotta get that word early in the morning. You gotta get it on him. you gotta get it in on him, you gotta get it in on him. You, gotta, you gotta shake him up. Because when you start using the positive words instead of the negative words, oh, that made the devil mad. That made the devil mad. Do you ever see somebody pout? And they go, uh huh uh, uh-huh, and they mad, and they mad, and then that that's what the devil does when he hears you hear that you got the word in the morning. that's what he does. he's like, uh oh, uh, look at Susan. she don't got that word in her. I'm mad now, oh look at him, look at him, look at, look at Ronnie, She don't got that word in her today, oh I'm mad now, I mean, look at look at low, look at low Ray, look at, look at, look at her, look at brother Dave, look at, look at him, oh yeah, look at him he got he got the word in him." The devil says, Oh man, mm, I can't go after them, go after somebody else. Because he knows that you're locked and loaded. See, the moment that you become a servant and you understand that when God puts that gift inside of you, He wants you to use it. He wants you to use it. He wants you to use it. He's giving you food to eat, but you gotta you gotta work it out. You can't just eat. I mean, you know how you go to Golden Corral and just eat a good meal. And you just sit there. And, I mean, I went to Golden Corral last week, and I saw a brother sitting there. Uh, I went there for lunch. I came back for dinner. He was still there going Golden Corral. He <laughs> said, I'm going to hurt him up. I'm going to eat my lunch and my dinner at Golden Corral. I'm going to be super full. But, see, what you got to do is you got to work that word out. Because what you don't, know, you get overweighted. So you got to work that word out through what? Through serving you got to serve your gift. you got to serve it with joy, with happiness, with love. Even when folks make you mad, you to still serve your gift. I'm telling you, I know how it is. If folks make you mad, you just keep on serving your gift. Let me give you all a tip. Let me give you all a tip, okay? Can I give you all a tip, y'all? I'm going to give you all a tip today so that you can keep serving your word, serving the word of God, working that word out, okay? When the devil comes, remember this now. The devil knows how to use the first letter to try to trick you or to give it to you, right? God says, I'm going to prosper you. The devil says, I'm going to bring you to property. God says, I'm, I'm not going to harm you. There's no, nothing I'm going to let harm come to you. The devil says, I'm going to try to hurt you. The word says, I'm going to give you hope. The devil says, I'm going to, I want you to be hopeless. The word says, I'm going to give you a future. The devil says, I'm, you don't have failure. Now, this is what I want you all to do anytime you hear the devil. Try to speak a negative thing in your life. This is what I do all the time. I press delete. <laughs> you ever had a conversation with somebody and you texting them, they texting you, and then they start acting crazy? Uh, delete. <laughs> the devil trying to throw some negative stuff on you. Delete that conversation. This is the quickest way to get rid of a conversation that you just had that just wasn't too pretty. Delete it. And when you delete the devil's, uh, do you? I'm trying to get this. When the devil tries to knock you out the box with all the crazy stuff that he's building up on your cell phone, that he's building up. This is what the devil does. The devil keeps sending you messages. Oh, this is going to be good. I got to close this. Way. This is going to be good for right him. The devil keeps sending you messages during the course of the day. Uh, you know you ain't got no money, right? Uh, delete that. <laughs> oh, the devil says, oh, you know you, know you don't feel too well today. Uh, delete that. And see, so you got to be careful. You got to be careful because the devil shows up with different people now. You got to watch yourself because some folks will send you messages and you keep them in your cell phone and go back and you're going to look at them over and over again. All the devil is doing reminding you of the craziness. So all you got to do is press delete. If you press delete, then that dismisses the devil from doing whatever he thought he was going to do. Huh? This is so good, y'all. That's how you're able to serve with joy, serve with happiness, serve with love. In your heart, is when the crazy stuff the devil try to do. The devil says, "Oh, it's gonna be you gonna be in poverty, delete tight <laughs> prosperity. Woo, keep that. <laughs> oh, you are gonna be hopeless, delete because Jeremiah says I have hope." Uh, 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 Devil says you're going to have failure. No, no. Delete, 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 delete. Uh, Future. (laughs) Financial future. (laughs) Faith future. I'm going to use all the positive words the devil don't want to hear. I have faith. I have a future. I am am fun. (laughs) Do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, no, no, no. You're not going to try to hurt me with that word. Delete that. I am happy. (laughs) <laughs> See, I'm telling you, you got to flip the script on the devil because the devil tried to get you early in the day by preventing you from being the servant that you were created to be. And then, therefore, if you're not serving, you're not working towards the plan that God has for you. The devil tries to keep you at bay from, the God, from God's word. But the word every day keeps the devil at bay. So you got to begin to tap into God's word for your life you got to get this word under your belt, and you got to wear it every single day. Is it tough? Yes. Because what? The devil wakes up saying, who am I going to get today? Who am I going to get today? Who am I going to get today? And you know what? You play that game. Uh, uh, you it? <laughs> you got you. The devil's that was that Got you. And I say, no, not me. Not me. Not me. I'm not in, can't get me, no, you know why? Because I got the W-O-R-D right here, locked and loaded. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hurt? No, 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 no. No harm. <laughs> Happiness. Michael, you
1: <laughs> you said you said something just now. I don't even realize, I don't even know if you realize you said what you just said, but you said that the devil, he tries to get you to complain and for you to get out of serving your gift. Uh-huh. And, you do, and when, you, when you stop serving your gift, you, you put yourself out of God's plan for you. Uh-huh. I thought that was really heavy. That's, that's big. And that's what he does that to cosmetologists left and right all the time where you can see. I can, I can see some stylists, you know their gift is doing hair. I mean, they can just see a style, boom, do it. But the devil just has a way of convincing them that they're tired of it. They don't want to do hair anymore. They want to move somewhere else. They want to do something else. They want to become a nurse. And, and literally, he convinces them to move away from their gifting and then move away from their plan. And then two years pass and they lose two years, and Mm -hmm. then they realize, oh, my God, no, I'm supposed to be doing here, and then they come back. But that's what he does. He he tries to convince you that Mm -hmm. you being a servant to your clients is not godly, and it is.
0: It is. Absolutely. He's trying to get you to go on a detour. See, that's what – that, that that's, what, that's why it's so important to get locked into the word of God and stay right there. Stay right there. Just stay right there. Just stay right there. Just stay right there. Oh, man. Do you know how, do you know, listen, we know that this word works. We know it works beyond a shadow of a doubt. And you know it works, too, because otherwise you're going to be breathing this morning. I'm here to tell you, you're breathing because God gave you the opportunity to live another day. But if you got you got you got to stay connected because see the devil wants you to take that detour. He wants to get you off track by not allowing you to serve your gift. And this is not just a cosmetic for Anybody in any walk of life. Somebody say, Well, what is my gift? Think about it. What does God allow you to do easily? I'm just saying that you just you just, you just you just you just do it without everybody else thinks it's, you know it's uh, so hard and you just say it's so easy.
1: I'm I'm learning that That's your gift. It's something you. Oh, this is something that I, I I realize now that God has given me a gift that before I I was
0: my mouth was shut. I'm gonna share that I'm gonna share that story with you. My my mouth was shut up. I used to start up. I, I was. I wasn't going to talk to nobody. I'm telling you, the a time in my life where I just wasn't going to say a word to nobody. Because I, says, I, got a gift. I got a gift inside of you. And I'm going to teach you how to use it. I'm going to share it with you all tomorrow. I don't have time today, but I'm going to share it tomorrow. Remind me to, to share that story about how I used to stutter and how I stopped talking to people. I'm
1: just, I'm, well, I'm, 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 I tell you, I have to, I got to tell you. You know, sometimes I, I think that the devil has a way of getting all of us. And when I look at when I get negative, it, is, it just seems like on a regular basis, God uses ungrateful people to convince you that you're doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for me personally you know, I'll confess that sometimes I can get negative because there are, you know, here we are, we're helping hundreds of thousands of stylists on a daily basis. And sometimes a stylist can be so ungrateful that she doesn't even use the brand. And sometimes the devil just really, really spot slots, just kind of constantly talks to me about that and I'm like, we need to sell this company. We just need to sell Tay and do something else And because, because the devil used ungrateful people to convince me that what we're doing is not what we're supposed to be doing. And just like he does it to me, he does it to you in whatever endeavor it is that you're doing. And just like I have to constantly remind myself that I am doing God's work, you have to do the same thing. And don't let the devil stop you and deter you and derail you. That's right.
0: That's right. Because he keeps bringing you back to your gift and said, listen, I want you to serve this thing. I want you to serve this thing. Yes, I know. We can all get discouraged sometimes. Yes, that's part of life sometimes. Listen, everybody get discouraged sometimes. I, I ain't positive all the time. I'm telling you, I, there's a lot of times I'm negative as on I'm negative as a nail. Do <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, there's something about hearing the word of God that says, Now don't get stuck on stupid boy. He said, Listen, God bless you. Okay. You better you better recognize. The Lord start talking to me harshly. He said, don't get stuck on stupid, (laughs) S-O-S. He said, you better serve that gift otherwise, hmm, you don't want to see the other side. And I said, yes, Lord, I will serve it again today. Yes, I will, happily. Thank you for reminding me, Lord. Thank you for pulling that belt off of me and beating me with it. (laughs) That same belt of truth I put on my way, he said, I'm going to hit you with the truth. (laughs) So all I'm asking you all today is serve your gift.
1: Serve your gift. Just keep
0: serving your gift. Serve it happily. Serve it, serve it lovingly. Serve it with joy. Wherever you are, whether you're in the hospital and you're a nurse, whether you're, whether you're, at the, you're an administrator behind the desk, whether you are a receptionist, whether you are uh, 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 whatever you do, whatever you do, serve your gift. I don't care if you're retired. Serve your gift to the kids. Read to a child. Serve your gift. Serve it. Serve it. Don't stop serving it. Because what? The word every day keeps the devil at bay. Run, devil, run. Because the word is on the street. Y'all have a super day today. Love you. Ramona, close out.
1: All right. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eye to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the strength, and the courage to grab the harvest that's before us. Just ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen.